Welcome to the Upside Podcast, powered by Upside Global and hosted by Julian Blinn, founder and CEO of Upside Global. The Upside Podcast is listened to weekly by over 6,000 sports and tech executives from all sports leagues and teams in the United States and around the world. Julian has been developing technologies for professional sports teams for over 10 years and has worked for major tech companies along with sports tech startups. In each episode, Julian interviews global leaders in sports to share knowledge on emerging technology in the sports industry and how these technologies can help improve the performance of individuals and organizations both on and off the playing field. And now here's your host, Julian Blinn. So today we have the honor to interview Kyle Harris, the CEO of Brainlit, a leading health and wellness platform using lights for performance, recovery of athletes. So Kyle, welcome to the show. Thanks, Julian. No problem, and thank you for, for being here. So Kyle, hey, what I want to talk to you about today is, well, first we'll talk about your background and then your company and your product, and then we'll talk about the benefits for teams and athletes to use your product, and then we'll go over your business model uh, and then lastly, we'll talk about your plans for the next uh, 12 months. How does it sound? Great. Thank you. Great. So, hey, Kyle, could you start by telling us about your background and how you got the idea of your company? So my background, um, I started off in government to government sales, uh, working with the U.S. Navy, yeah. um, moved to global marketing um, at the New York Mercantile Exchange, doing big corporate marketing. Um, went and got an MBA. And then after I got my MBA from Thunderbird, I started working with commercializing early stage technology. So my career has gone from different startups or different early stage companies, helping them accelerate, putting in management teams, working with the investor okay. group. So, um, you know, it's growth and turnaround. This guy has always been my career. And how do you get the idea? How do you land it on, you know, I mean, decide to, to launch Brandlet? What was the yeah, so, I actually, um, so I was brought in about two and a half years ago to run the North American business of Brainlet, yeah. uh, the U.S. entity. Um, and then in January of this last year, I was uh, promoted to global CEO. Um, the company uh, Brainlet is was founded in Lund, Sweden, just outside Copenhagen. Yeah. Um, by the guy that no, I lived in Copenhagen. I lived in Copenhagen for about a year. Yeah, was... so it's about 35 minutes outside of Copenhagen, just past Malmo. Um, but the, the founder of the company was a guy named Tord Wingren, and he was one of the original creators of Bluetooth. Interesting. Um, so when I got involved, we were looking at a portfolio of products, some really amazing intellectual property, yeah. and how to begin rapidly scaling it across, you know, continuing to scale it across Europe, but then also beginning to rapidly scale the, the U.S. business. Interesting. So when, you st when the, the business was started in Northern Europe, as far as the teams, did you guys mostly work with uh, like maybe some Danish soccer teams at the time, or? No, we did a lot of uh, we've done a lot in hockey. Um, Mama Red Hawks was, was Jokeret uh, yeah. in the Russian Hockey League uh, previously. Um, the The platform itself is predominantly been used in Europe in commercial environments, schools, hospitals, yeah. uh, commercial real estate. Um, the sports landscape in the Nordics is a little bit different than the U.S. Mm -hmm. So our most of our European business has been the likes of Airbus and Sony and big yeah. corporate customers. Um, the U.S. sports business is significantly different. So yeah. we've we've had the benefit of having a much more robust uh, U.S. sports um, sect section of our business than uh, we've had in Europe. But we're we're getting to see a lot of European uh, soccer expansion and other stuff right now as well. 
Okay. Now, how big, how many employees do you have today globally? And uh, uh, we're about getting close to 30 employees globally. Okay. That makes sense. Now, uh, could you tell me a bit more about your product? So how does it work? Uh, sure. Is there a science behind it? Yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely. Um, so Brainlet's core product is called Biocentric Light. Yeah. Uh, it, for the lack of a better description, brings natural sunlight, the power of the sun indoors. Yeah. To help create healthy workplace environments or team environments, allowing for the best circadian alignment. So okay. if you're outdoors, like a cave person, Mm -hmm. You would have gotten a lot more sun than we get today. So right now, most humans are chronically underlit because we spend way too much time indoors. We don't get enough natural sun stimulation, and therefore our circadian rhythms are out of whack. That means our sleep patterns are you know, not as good as they can be. Our sleep latency is very long. And then we also put a lot more blue light into our environments in the evenings, which mm -hmm. suppresses our natural ability to go to sleep and stay asleep. So if you are exposed to a biocentric environment, we're about as close to perfect sunlight environment without the UV risk, skin cancer risk, to create the best focus, energy, jet lag mitigation. And then because you get good light triggers throughout the day, you're then better sleeping at night, which means you go to sleep faster and then you get more complete sleep cycles, which allows for better muscular repair and brain repair you're able to flush a lot of the plaque out of the brain while you're sleeping so mm -hmm. the synergistic cycle is highly energized focused days and then better sleep and recovery at night and then we have capabilities in our platform to do specific tactical implementations where pre-game you can focus the team post-game you can help with decompression so they go home and sleep faster but then every day is considered a perfect sunlight day so that's so, yeah go ahead so that's the biocentric platform. It's a, we have a individual lamp, like I have above my head here, which mm -hmm. is used in above recovery stations, you know, uh, compression booth, massage tables, uh, recovery spaces. Um, and then we have full building build outs where you're doing the ceilings and the controller to create the environments that then extends to player coaches and staff. But instead of just having a singular product that supports a singular player, when you build out a biocentric arena, stadium, training facility, everyone that works in that facility is in a better, more holistic health environment. Now, is so let's just say a player, right? They, they, they play the game that night. Um, now they go home. So is there a way for athletes to use your lighting system when they're at home as well? So the personal lamp, the Alvin, is something yeah. that they can put in their home. If they are, if you kind of think about the typical training day, on a non-game day, you may show up in the morning, work out depending on the sport, yeah. you physio, eat, you're usually out of the facility by the early afternoon. Yeah. Um, so if you're in a biocentric environment, you're getting all of that good energizing morning after an early afternoon light, mm -hmm. which is building that kind of robust light energy, cortisol loading that you want to be most ready for your day. Yeah. The sun sets naturally, and then you're into your home environment where you're going to go to sleep. In a game day environment, when you show up in the later afternoon for that evening start, the environment is then elevated to keep you energized and focused pregame. Mm -hmm. And then postgame, the energy is taken out of the system so that you can decompress and go home more quickly, able to fall asleep. So 
you if you train in the facility or you work out in the facility or you come to work every day in a biocentric environment you're getting the daylight portion of the day and yeah. then at night you're better prepared for more rapid uh sleep onset and things like that okay so i guess to clarify my question so can they because i know you got a portable system that you showed to me i think at the nbs summer league so if an athlete's I think you did mention, right? You have the lighting system that they can use at home, at home, correct? So we have a lamp for the home use, and then we have facility, you know, commercial build-outs for their training facilities in the stadiums and arenas. Okay, so and then solution. So uh, you were talking about to help them fall asleep faster, and you know, um, that light is that typically because I've seen you know systems like it was more like a red light mm -hmm. that stimulates the natural melatonin. Is that the same? idea here so you you have to create a system of energizing throughout the day yes so if you get the right daylight loading of yeah. the right spectrum of light then yeah. your body naturally creates the right melatonin melanopic and training oh, okay. loading melatonin you can't really stimulate your body to load melatonin by just putting one spectrum of light you yeah. need to build it throughout the day so you want if you think about the sunrise and sunset effect, you want that arc throughout a perfect day every single day. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're not getting right now. So we're only getting about 90% of the light we need in the right mm -hmm. quantities and duration and volume. So, and you also need a significant light engine to interact with the photoreceptors to make the endocrine system respond correctly. So the, the smaller form factors don't necessarily, and in our judgment, and that's kind of the scientific standards, put out enough light volume in the right yeah. spectrum to do that. And there's no real way to stimulate melatonin. You can put, you can take the things that suppress melatonin build yeah. too much blue light out of the environment, but you can't necessarily stimulate the body to build melatonin. Okay. And now with your system, for people who have, like myself, I don't get enough not deep sleep but i don't stay asleep long enough although i think i'm getting enough sleep but does your system also help to stay asleep longer as well so if you if you're able to get the right loading and then yeah. the right melanopic entrainment where you're actually building a full um, hormonal load yeah then you have more throughout the night so that means you actually will stay asleep and you actually complete full sleep cycles yeah. Typically what's happening is your body doesn't have enough of the right hormones to keep you asleep. Oh, interesting. So your sleep hygiene, when you eat, how much caffeine you intake during the yes. day, and how much light you get is the kind of the full program of things you yes. need to have discipline around. But if you get the right light energy, then you'll get to your maximum potential opportunity mm -hmm. with your hormone system. And then as long as you don't put a lot of blue light in your face, um, drink a lot of coffee, have a huge meal, you know, those are the things that can combat good sleep. Yes. But if you if you're able to get a good daylight of biocentric light throughout your day, that should help you perfect your sleep. Yeah. As good as you can, and you're actually going to be combating some of the other bad activities like too much blue light at night. Yeah. Because you get a good energy loading during the day. Now uh, that's interesting because I never thought about it this way. Oh, I think there's a misconception out there. Well, right? it, it, you go all the way back to. You know, people in the you know cellular biology and how the yes. sun was a driver of focus and energy. When the sun set, your body was then told to go to sleep. Right. So we're we're not doing that anymore throughout the day. 
because we're in an office with a static version of light in the wrong color, the wrong intensity, in the wrong spectrum. And even, you know, if you look behind me in my office here, you see that I have a window. Yeah. Well, windows are actually not necessarily make for a healthy space because you're not seeing the sun at the right time of day and the right intensity and the glass is a, is a diffuser. So it changes the healthy benefits of light. They're very emotionally supportive. Mm -hmm. On a beautiful sunny day like I have today, my office is great. But when yeah. you have two days of clouds and rain yeah. and bad weather, it's not exactly the most, you know, uh, happy environment to be in. So yeah. that's the, that's the obviously windows open up the space, make them more you know emotionally supportive, but not necessarily biologically helpful. Yeah, and the more I'm listening to you is this is another thing I, I thought about, but you have to have the right amount of sun during the day because that will help you to sleep better at night, which I think a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, and that's and that's what and it wasn't as big a, over time. What's happened is because of the amount of bright white. LED that's being put into spaces, we're getting so much more suppressing light into our environments. Yeah. That's why the rise and concern of unhealthy environments, yes. light, you know, old lighting was kind of underlit. You had to struggle to see enough, but it wasn't really suppressing. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting so much bright white, high energy light because of LED that it's actually becoming the considerations or the harmful exposure of that light is is rising. So the the consensus becoming more concerned about the type of environment and is it actually the best for humans to be in yeah. and biocentric addresses that. And then when you put it into a sports environment, you really have different things, right? You have, you have to move people to a common energy start point at yeah. a puck drop, tip off, first pitch, whatever, whatever the particular athletics are. Um, how do you get all those different player personalities, coaches and staff to be energized and focused at a seven and then maybe at three o'clock the next day and then two days off? Mm -hmm. So a, a better environment. So you're turning your building into a force multiplier. Yeah. You actually create advantage from the real estate by using something that you absolutely have in every single building, light, but make that light something that contributes to performance. Yeah, which I think is super interesting now. Could you, would you be able to share some stories of teams or athletes without being specific, right? I don't need to know the name of the team where after using your product, there's significant improvement with sleep, uh, you know, with performance. I mean, it's tough to measure performance, right? But with sleep, at least, can you, uh, do you have some, some stories you could share? Or? Sure. Um, I mean, as an example right now, Sacramento Kings have just renovated their game day locker room. Yeah. It's a first. It's the first phase of some work we're doing with them. Yeah. Um, so that's you know talking about a, a big marquee name of someone that's actually evaluated and now deployed into what was the, the 2017 greenest you know smartest yeah. uh, arena in the NBA. Mm -hmm. um, Otto Wallen is a Swedish boxer. He just fought in Turkey last week uh, two, on September 30th. He won his fight. He's now ranked second or third in the world as a heavyweight. He's mm -hmm. been using biocentric light. He says that he feels that it helps him with his early morning wake up routine, yeah. focus and energy. And then he uses it when he does travel for jet lag mitigation. Yeah. So, those are, so that's one big entity that's using it. Um, if you watch HBO Hard Knocks, you'll see um, the Colts and the Lions that it's actually in the show, in the, in the team facilities. So those are other two NFL teams that we've, you know, shown to have used it. The Lions yeah. have put out a press release saying that they found it 
subordinate to their players. Um, we've done NFL teams that have gone to Europe to play games. We've done pop-up zones for them to yeah. mitigate jet lag. Um, we have a couple of new European uh, Premier League teams that have converted some of their facility to us, and there's more in the works. Yeah. Um, we did a specific study with a performance group in an organization that had to remain unnamed. Mm -hmm. um, but when we put the Alvins into the home of those employees, mm -hmm. and they work from home three days a week, we saw across Aura Ring data, yeah. uh, all the people had an uptick in the positive direction of 8 to 15% in their sleep patterns, readiness scores. They were um, sleeping more and they were sleeping more? They were, sleeping, they, were going to, they were considered more ready for the day based on Aura. Their sleep okay. patterns got better, um, and you know there are different sub criteria yeah. in how Aura breaks out the data. They all have positive upticks. Okay. I mean that's only three days a week, and we have no idea how much time per day they used. Yeah, at that desk with the Alvin lamp, um, but it was all positive. And then we did other micro studies across different leagues, depending on how the teams themselves have wanted to study it. Yeah, there's um. There's about 2,600 white papers about the power of the right spectrum of light to create mm -hmm. health and wellness benefits from neonatal units to long-term care, elderly, yeah. and everything in between. Um, so there's a lot of science and it's kind of coalescing around. We spend a lot, way too much time indoors. We don't get enough natural light yeah. and biosensory light solves that problem. And then we are able to use biosensors in terms of different form factors yep. to show that it actually increases better sleep. So I'll tell you, I could use your product because I think I get up, I mean, I go to bed early, typically like 9.30 p.m. usually, but by 4 o'clock, 4.30, I'm already up. So I got a good amount of sleep, but I like to stay a, a bit more, maybe an hour more. So like I tried everything under the sun, so literally. Uh, but anyway, um, how would you uh, summarize, and I, I know you already talked about this, but how would you summarize the key benefits for teams and athletes to use your product? I mean, on the simplest terms, it's better focus and energy, um, better sleep and recovery. Yeah. And then we also have the ability to help teams mitigate jet lag. Yeah. So that based on travel schedules, how do you recover from those long trips is the simplistic thing. And then when you start talking about the overarching benefits is that you're, when you do a biocentric, installation or renovation yeah. you're lifting the holistic enterprise all of the people that work in that space are now healthier mm -hmm. versus just only giving the benefit to a single player yeah. so now anyone that works in the space and if you think about team environments coaches and staff during the season yeah. can be there 16 20 hours a day yeah so they really need that support so you have better immune system responses and they're more energized and getting the best sleep when they allow themselves to sleep. Yeah. Um, so it's a holistic, enterprise-wide, raise the standards and wellness of your whole team and organization. And then by doing that, then that shows into different aspects of on-field performance. And you know, a lot of the studies say that if you get good sleep, that's when you get a lot of your muscular repair. Mm -hmm. And if you watch all the different shows from Formula One shows to golf shows, everyone says that they need to get more sleep yeah. and concentric light supports the ability to get to better uh, more complete sleep now you mentioned the example of a team that was traveling overseas they were playing overseas right mm -hmm. uh, so I, I give you an example last year there was one premier league club i won't say the name 
uh, we, uh, we were introduced them to a company that had a small device, red light therapy, right? They flew to uh, over, you know, in Asia somewhere, uh, and they used a device to be able to fight jet lag issues, right? And it seemed to work for some players. So, what's the setting for in your as far as your product? Is that could, would they be able to have a portable device and bring it over there with, in the plane, or how would that work? So we're, we're we have a pro, we have a a travel unit in prototype right now. Yeah. Um, because if you think about the the kit or the the gear that these guys carry, it's got to be a pretty ruggedized product for a light yeah. source, and it has to be robust enough both in output and the travel capability. So yeah. it is in design. Um, I think the big thing is you have to have a certain scientific standard of light output to drive mm -hmm. the response that you need to do the to make the, the healthy or jet lag mitigating environment. Yeah. And we just we're still in design and we want to make sure that when we put that travel unit, it's not under service. Yeah. And you know, creates more of skepticism in the marketplace because it's a light that doesn't make people do what we promise. Yeah. And so we're, we're you know we're very, very rigorous in our science and how we deploy mm -hmm. it. If we can't guarantee that we're creating a certain level of melanopic equivalent daylight illuminance, MEDI, yeah. if we don't produce a product, even though you know it's it's light, the light has to do what we say it does at the standard we say it does to create the response that we say people will get. And um, so that's why, you know, probably only a few players may have seen it. Maybe they were a bit more responsive to that particular spectrum of light. Mm -hmm. um, we only do it if we can get the vast majority of the players to respond or everybody else that's around it as well. Yeah, so we're makes very, sense. very, very strict in how we approach new product development. Well, I think, which I think is great. I think it's the right approach. We want to make sure that it does what it's supposed to do. Um, yeah, and I think that's one of the was one of the opportunities in the space is the legacy of circadian light probably mm -hmm. never delivered on the promise of what it should be doing because the systems were underbuilt static and a lot of other things and if you look at how we're structured and constructed we have a future-proof solution as mm -hmm. the science gets smarter our system can get smarter yeah we can tune to particular environments based on how the teams operate when their game starts are where their locale is so we have a lot mm -hmm. of capabilities because it's a platform it's not just a light bulb um and we just don't think those little you know what we may consider even cute systems um yeah. actually put enough capability into the market i yeah i totally understand that um now what are the things how would you summarize the comment that you get from teams and athletes on the thing that they like the most about your product what do they tell you usually i mean typically when they're using it they just like that they feel energized and if they're measuring on a biosensor they can see the movement i mean it's yeah. for your for, you're so underlit that your body responds pretty quickly and in most mm -hmm. cases um the the initial response is oh i feel it mm -hmm. and then i can measure it yeah and then from there once it's once it's in the building and installed it's light so you use it every day just to not bump into the furniture yeah but you get all the underlying benefits from it every single day as well yeah and and you mentioned you kind of touched on i think some of your competitive advantages right i think one of them is the i think i feel like it's the the you know the research behind it right you're very methodical about uh, the quality of your product and the research and so on so how would you summarize your competitive advantages today 
I mean, we're, we're grounded in science. We have a very strong scientific advisory board that keeps us um, on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Um, the fact that we were founded by the creator of Bluetooth in terms of how he understands platform building and future proofing of technology. We put a lot into the design of our platform to allow uh, organizations that invest in biocentric light to get long-term benefits. It's not something you have to pull out of the ceiling in a few years. Mm -hmm. The system will get smarter as the science gets smarter. And then that upgrade path is how you're, you're doing a long-term investment versus just buying lights. LED is great. It's energy efficient. It has long useful life for one thing, the visual capabilities. Mm -hmm. If we can make it visually supportive, visually beautiful, but then also have it where the health science can get smarter as science evolves. Yeah. That's what the platform does. So you're making a long-term investment in a commodity, which is light. And then you're turning that investment into a, to basically something that evolves over time. Mm -hmm. As the science gets smarter, as Brainly gets smarter, then the organization can, can get smarter. That's great. Now, could you talk about your business model uh, for any team that's listening to the podcast right now? What would you say? I mean, it's, it's a pretty straightforward model. You have Alvin's, which is the let's call it floor lamp version, which mm -hmm. are single item purchases. And then everything else would be more towards a, a renovation or a new build. Yeah. When, when you're thinking about renovating a training facility or arena, we work with you and your engineers and designers to put in the biocentric uh, capabilities. Mm -hmm. And then it's installed. And then we support the system with you as a partner going forward. Well, you should probably talk if you haven't done that. But the NYFC is building a new MNS stadium, right? Their first, their own stadium. So, yeah, you, know, you should. Yeah, no, there's. Um, I mean, we have a we have a quite a uh, a roster of announcements coming down the pipe. Um, as you can imagine, a lot of stuff gets gets done in the off season. Yeah. Um, so you know we are we're getting ready for hopefully a, a pretty interesting set of baseball announcements with some other stuff coming down, and then we've got some good European uh, soccer stuff that's. Uh, getting ready to be queued up. So yeah, we have a, and it's a, we're in a really exciting position as a company. Um, we just uh, renovated the Canadian Premier League uh, headquarters yeah. up in Toronto. Um, so that's a, you know, it's a, that's a, com that's a commercial real estate implementation at a league office level. Mm -hmm. um, so they're there. That's our, you know, some of our initial it, it more extend some of the stuff we're doing in Canada as well. Oh, that's great. Um... And we do some, you know, some work with the Canadians, Montreal, and then the um, uh, Football Club de Montreal, the MLS team too. So, um, or at least we have a relationship. Uh, so, what are your plans for the next twelve months? Are you looking to expand into new leagues, new geographical areas? Are you looking to raise some money? I mean, what are your plans? Uh, I mean, to some extent, it's sell, sell, sell. I mean, we've we've done a really interesting uh, product market fit we've done some new product launches um you know we're rapidly expanding across you know i would say of the four major leagues here in the u.s you know yeah um we have very good penetration so because they're they're building a renovation deals they can take long lead times we have quite a few of those coming down the pipe which are uh, fantastic yeah uh, and we're a commercial you know, we're a commercial product right we don't just stay only in sports so we have some fairly large Retail customers that are building out stores, yeah. Um, convenience customers that are building out, you know, stores as well. So we have a lot of stuff going on 
if you think about it, any place that someone works indoors with light above their head can be made to be a healthy workplace environment. Yeah. So that we're, we've got some long-term care facilities coming down the pipe, some hospitals um, throughout North America, and then our European business, um, you know, we're even looking at, uh, you know, the Middle East now, or mm -hmm. expanding our UK, you know, footprint. Um, so yeah, so a lot of it is just bringing, you know, what's now kind of a coalescing of the standards and the science and the awareness that something like Biocentric exists, bringing it for sale. And then we're also in the middle of a capital raise right now, mm -hmm. um, where we have some interesting U.S. investors that are looking to help us, uh, you know, kind of grow into the U.S. market. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're always looking for that strong strategic investor that brings something, you know, in addition to cash. Mm -hmm. um, some really strong conversations with some ownership groups um, that happen to, you know, own a couple of teams that they can yeah. directly benefit from their own installations, but then have another portion of their portfolio that could benefit of making their uh, staff and employees healthy as well. That's great. So, uh, a lot of a lot of exciting stuff in this coming year, and uh, you know we look forward to putting out a lot of really amazing announcements. And I think once people understand that you can be working in a space that makes you healthy by just going to work, um, yeah. that grassroots demand will rise as well. I think it's great. Um, now, I forgot to ask you. Typically, within the team organizations. Who is your primary contact usually? Is that somebody in the real estate side or who is that? I mean, I, I wish there was one single answer. Um, yeah. Each organization tends to be a little bit different. Typically, the performance guys always get asked as to whether they understand it and would use it because it's something that's in the ceiling. Yeah. It has to engage real estate guys because it's a facilities issue. Mm -hmm. um, typically, I don't know that we ever get a no, we wouldn't want it. Mm -hmm. Performance always wants that advantage or incremental value proposition. And real estate is always buying light because you yeah. got to have light or you're in the dark. That's so right. it really comes down to timing and understanding. Um, so really whatever door we kind of come down to, if we go into real estate, performance very seldomly says, no, I wouldn't want that. Mm -hmm. And performance, when there's timing to do a real estate deal, then why wouldn't you buy it? Once you know there's something called healthy light, biocentric yeah. light, how do you choose not to buy healthy if it if it contributes to success, recovery, sleep, yeah. energy, focus, and better immune system? So, um, but yeah, and then, you know, we've started from very junior in organizations and we've gone all the way to the top of organizations and worked our way down. So, uh, you know, we, we find that once you experience it, once you understand the benefits and realize you don't really have to do anything different, yeah, your day doesn't change. You don't have to do another sit up. You don't have to change your diet. Mm -hmm. You just come and sit or be in a space doing the exact same thing you did previously. And now you're in a higher plane of overall health and wellness. It's almost um, invisible, right? It's literally invisible. I mean, you've got light above your head right now and it's yeah. not helping you. So why not make the light above your head make you healthy? Completely. Uh, hey, so what's the best way for any team listening to the podcast right now? What's the best way to reach out to you and contact you and your team? So our website is brainlit, B-R-A-I-N-L-I-T.com. Yeah. Um, depending on whether you're in Europe or the U.S., um, you can always reach out to one of our you know, salespeople. Um, my personal email address is kyle.harris at brainlit.com. Mm -hmm. um, feel free to shoot me an email and I'll help until I uh, find somebody that's more helpful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, please reach out. I mean, we've, I think when you look at the number of 
teams and organizations that are deploying it. Um, you know, we're we're cutting edge innovation, and some of this stuff is not broadly known. Um, but once you understand the science and the rigor around which we are built, um, mm -hmm. it, we feel like we're getting to the point where it's becoming a very logical. How do I not do this decision? You just have to be in the right timing and um, have the organization that wants to win. That makes sense. Well, look, we, we are at the end of the podcast, but I wanted to thank you for your time today. It's super interesting. So, and, and good luck with everything. Hope to see you in New York. I mean, we'll see you in New York soon. So, absolutely. Thank you. No problem. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you for listening. To access past episodes and other research, articles, and analysis of sports technology, please visit our website, theupside.us. Subscribe to the Upside newsletter and receive full access to our sports tech business letter and website. Royalty-free music is provided by ibaudio.com. The Upside podcast provides timely insights and interviews with global leaders in sports technology. Until next time, keep looking to the Upside.